This is episode number 110 of the Street Savvy Marketer Podcast with guests Jeff and Chrysalyn Huff of Restoration Emporium in Kansas City, Missouri. From the nation's heartland, this is the Street Savvy Marketer Podcast. Ideas and conversations with business and marketing experts. Here's the Street Savvy Marketer, Jim Raposa. Hey, welcome into the Street Savvy Marketer Podcast. I'm Jim Raposa. Wonderful to be with you again. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening on your smartphone, your computer, your tablet device, whatever it is. And a thank you to our sponsors, the folks who are making this all possible today, our friends at A Place for Mom and the MD Hearing Aid. Today, I want to put yourself in the shoes of our guests. Let me put it that way. Let's say the phone rings, you answer it, and somebody says, I'm not even going to say who, but they say, hey, you're such nice folks. We have selected you for $10,000 free, 10 grand just shows up like that. What would that do for you? What would that do for your business? Maybe what would that do for you personally? Well, that happened to our guests, Jeff and Chrysalyn Huff. Chrysalyn was contacted by Microsoft Corporation and told that although her business, Restoration Emporium, which is a, a funky little store on the west bottom side of Kansas City, Missouri, home base, uh, they said, hey, you didn't get the grand prize, but you did earn first place in our Microsoft Small Business Contest. We've got some high-tech Microsoft tchotchkes to send your way. Oh, yeah, and a check made out to you for $10,000. What would you do? How would that help you? Well, Chrysalyn Huff is going to explain that along with her husband, Jeff, in just a little bit when we connect with them for today's episode of the Street Savvy Marketer Podcast. This is the Street Savvy Marketer Podcast. Hey, are you concerned about a senior relative, a loved one who may be living on their own and having some problems getting around, maneuvering, maybe you're even losing some sleep over their very safety and survival as they try to make it on their own in these advanced years? Well, Joan London is going to tell you and I about a place that can help, a place for mom. Hi, I'm Joan London. When I needed to find senior care for my mom, I really struggled to find the right fit. That's why I recommend A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. They have experts who will help you ask the right questions and find the right place. Call A Place for Mom today. To speak with a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-473-7516. That's 1-800-473-7516. Call today. This is the Street Savvy Marketer Podcast. Here's the Street Savvy Marketer, Jim Raposa. I was really pleased recently to see in the Kansas City Business Journal a story about a Kansas City company, a a store that took first place in a contest run by Microsoft. And we're uh, chatting with the owners of the Restoration Emporium in Kansas City, husband and wife team, Jeff and Chrysalyn Huff. Welcome to the Street Savvy Marketer Podcast, you two. Thank you. Hi, thanks for having us. So you opened the store, Is it, it was it in 2011, as I understand? Yeah, we're at the end of the year we did. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about the store and what it is you sell and what makes it such a magnetic attraction for folks to enter and do business with you. Well, the very first thing I always tell everybody is a good friend of ours, the first time they came into the store, used the phrase, it's like walking into someone's Pinterest board. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) It's a really great expression of what we do because we're not just about the furniture that we repurpose, um, refinish, renew, or restore. Those are our tags, by the way. We are about kind of building your home around what you love. So we have some things that come from market. We have some things that are handmade, even kind of borderline on the craft side. And we have upscale, beautiful, repurposed or restored furniture. And sometimes we even have new pieces. So it's a really eclectic model. It's a very different business model. It is being done by some other people in Kansas City, but it's really only being done like that here in the Midwest right now. It's kind of catching on in other parts of the country as we're traveling and seeing. Well, that's kind of unusual because for so long we've seen that trends happen on the West Coast. California especially has had the moniker of trends start there and then they sweep their way eastward. So things are boiling up in the Midwest and then we're shooting it out east and west and all other parts. I'm kind of interested. I'm very interested, actually. Chrysalyn, what was your background before you decided you wanted to get into retail? Well, I was an event planner for 20 years, so I'm used to that crazy, spontaneous, little bit disheveled lifestyle, which retail lends itself to because the hours are whenever you need to sell something mm-hmm. and learn to be very flexible on what works this week may not work next week. So those are some things that I came with that I brought to the table. I actually, around 2007, 2008, I actually went back to school. I went to a local community college here, Johnson County Community College, and studied for about a year and a half in their retail. They have an entrepreneurial program. And in it, there was a lot of like retail marketing and different things like that. And it was really fascinating to me. And I started kind of studying that and going through some of their courses, really loved it. I had this dream of owning maybe like a little tiny crafts tour. Never did I imagine that we would have something that we have today. Because you, you occupy five stories, a complete five yeah. stories in, a, in an old building in, uh, on Liberty Street. What's the square foot? About 36,000. On each just, floor? Yeah, just about <laughs> 6,000 uh, square feet per floor. So Holy cow. Five floors and then the basement. Uh, when we first moved in, they were like, oh, how are we going to fill this? Or, you know, we were worried about utilizing the space. And now we're like, okay, how I- could we <laughs> add more space? You know, we have uh, items in, in every corner. So uh, three floors of retail, a fourth floor that's a studio storage and workspace for people who have space in our store. And then we have a fifth floor that we do uh, education. Center. So we do classes, and that has become a big part of what we do as well. But you know, just to, you know, utilizing every square inch of the building. So, Jeff, what is your background before getting into this husband and wife business idea? Um, first of all, I'm a recovering hillbilly from Southwest Missouri. <laughs> what part? Down by Springfield, Missouri, Marshfield, Missouri. So my, my grandma and grandpa, uh, kind of going way back, but we used to go to auctions and we would bring furniture home, refinish it. And, uh, you know, my grandma always had a really neat signature piece in her home, you know, different things like that. Chrissy and I got married young and had to make old things look cool and to be <laughs> able to make sure our home was, was nice and something we could be proud of. And so together we worked on projects and, and would do those kind of things and eventually we filled our home up and people liked the stuff so much they said you should open a store and or you know have a space so we did that so this is really the first thing that we've done together i've always been in the corporate world chrissy's always owned her own business in one form or another
together ever since we've been married. And so this was our opportunity to do something together using both of our talents. And it has been just a fun ride ever since we started. Chatting today on the Street Savvy Marketer podcast with Jeff and Chrysalyn Huff, they own a very unique store called Restoration Emporium in Kansas City, Missouri. And they recently took first place in a Microsoft National Small Business Contest. And we're going to talk about that contest in just a little bit. Jeff, you mentioned that you've been in the corporate world and, and that Chrysalyn has been a business owner in one way or another for a good long time. Talk to me about uh, first, Jeff, with your corporate experience. What kind of companies have you been involved with and what did you do? I've been with basically two companies my, my whole adult life. I started at FedEx when I was 19 and uh, was there when they first introduced scanners. <laughs> and we went through that whole process of, of scanning packages <laughs> and went through multiple different uh, acquisitions and sat back and, and really learned, got my bachelor's degree there and learned from some great leaders and during a time of growth and, and expansion there. So really took a lot of notes from Fred Smith. I think he has a crystal ball, the things that he has done mm. five years before it really came mm -hmm. out. This is why we did it. And so always looking for that next trend, which is Chrissy is excellent at doing. And then I actually still work for a company called Densply. And I've been in variety of between sales and marketing and clinical education and am in sales currently. So still do that. So got my MBA there. So I'm an educated hillbilly, which is even more dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so you still have a foot in the corporate world. And I imagine that at some point you'll uh, eventually segue into uh, spending a little bit more time under Chrysalyn's feet in the store. Yeah, absolutely. That that would be great. There's nothing better than having your wife as your boss. Well, okay. I'll uh, I'll keep that in mind at some point. So, yeah. I'm 49%. She's 51. It's just easier that way. Yeah, it it kind of yeah. That that's uh, look. If that works for you, go right ahead. So so <laughs> so Chrysalyn, how does it feel to be the boss of him? Um, I've never been boss of him. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good lie. It's a nice complimentary lie. I might be bossy, but <laughs> there's a different line in the sand that has been drawn. He is the leader of our home. He's been a good leader for us. We've raised three wonderful kids who are all contributing adults to society. So mm -hmm. we are very proud of our family. And our family is the main reason that we've been driven to do anything that we've ever done. And they've been involved from the very beginning. Our son is um, our business development manager and who's done a fantastic job. He's only been with us for about 90 days and he's already made a huge impact on the company in 90 days. And then our daughter is coming, just graduated from college and is coming on staff as an associate buyer. And then our oldest son is married and gave us two of the most beautiful grandchildren in the world. And he's a school teacher and high school football coach. So we just are very proud of our family. So Well, good. You got a lot of good things going for you personally and professionally, but I got a, uh, I'm kind of curious. A lot of folks just don't want to go near retail with a 20 foot pole. Mm. But you had said, Chrysalyn, that it was something that you really saw yourself doing, that you really had a passion for. And, and here you are with five stories loaded to the gills with uh, merchandise and you got vendors who have space there and all that. What prompted the vision for this particular store for Restoration Emporium? 
I think at the beginning, the very first model, because our model has changed drastically yearly, each year we have to reevaluate it. But the very first model that we started with was the first Friday weekends in Kansas City. We're really proud of the way that that has exploded in our city. Between the crossroads and the West Bottoms, there's this whole thing that opens up and it's galleries and makers and food and food trucks and music. And it's every first Friday weekend of every month, no matter whether it's a holiday weekend or it's not a holiday weekend. And so as an event planner, I thought, well, this is really special. It's really unique. It's really awesome. We could open this little shop. It'd only be open that weekend. The rest of the month, we'd be able, you know, we'd make a really good living. And it would be a great way for us to really get started on that side of owning our own place. It's small. When we first started, the rent in that district is really reasonable because it's an area that no one else wanted to be in. So we just prayed about it and it just happened. It happened really fast. But within the first First 16 months of business, we had to expand four times. So that wow. e- that event just exploded. So you're renting the building that you're in right now? We are in a rent possibly to own situation. Okay. The landlord we have now is just amazing. I mean, she's a retired lady who lives in, actually lives in Ohio. She bought the building. I love this story. She bought the building because she was from Kansas City originally. So her father owned scrapyards. So she's an heiress to a scrapyard business. And she bought that building because she heard about what was going on in the West Bonds and she wanted to be part of something fun in Kansas City. <laughs> well, that's a pretty cool story. That's... It is a great story. I love that. And then out of a couple people that wanted that space, she chose our family because she liked our story and thought we were fun people. So she chose us and we we're very proud of that. And it was pretty cool. So, so as I understand it, in terms of the contest with Microsoft, that and this is kind of a bizarre thing, too, because Kansas City is such a tech center and you've got Google doing Google Fiber there. And that's kind of like the test area to see if Google's going to branch out into other parts of the world for the continuation of their domination. But technology was one of the reasons why you entered the Microsoft contest. Is that right? It is. A couple things happen. The Google thing in Kansas City is amazing. What they've done in Kansas City is amazing. People who have Google in their residential areas and in the suburban areas mm-hmm. and office buildings and stuff, I know are having great results with it. In our specific part of the universe of Kansas City, we are in buildings that are 110 years old. So our infrastructure is very delicate and infrastructure getting to us because there is a river, a highway, and some bridges, we in that little area, that little tiny area of Kansas City have not benefited greatly from this technology explosion, probably because in the scheme of things, what is it, the something for demand is probably not big when you compare it to a place in Johnson County or even in Lee Summit or Waldo, communities that have older areas. Mm -hmm. But there's so much per capita for us. I mean, we stand alone on probably two acres of property down there. And so two acres of property in the West Bottoms compared to two acres of property in another part of the city aren't going to get them the, the drive. Does that, does that make sense? If you say so, it makes all the sense in the world. That's the most important thing. No, that does make sense. I just don't think we're like on the top of their list. And that's not a terrible thing because we are thrilled. Google's wonderful. They've done what they've already done for our city is amazing. And part of what we've done is tried to incorporate the technology at Restoration Emporium. So, well, some of the things, you know, through our checkout system, POS system that that where people are checking out and, and going through that process 
process, utilizing social media in a variety of different ways, and taking our new old stuff and making it relevant to people of today and reaching out. You know, Chrysaline has done a great job at building social relationships with people through Facebook, through Instagram. And so those are some of the things that really put us into that realm is that, you know, being able to be in that contest. So tell me a little bit about, before we get into the nuts and bolts of this Microsoft contest, tell me about, because this is always good for other business people to know. People just kind of think you throw up a fan page on Facebook and you're off to the races and they don't realize that there are certain algorithms within Facebook that will prevent your message from getting out. Unless you give Facebook, for example, what they're really looking for, and that's something to increase the engagement of the folks who are who are on Facebook. So tell me about your game plan with social media. Really, a couple things. I am actually teaching classes. I'm going to be speaking in Oklahoma, possibly speaking in Seattle, Chicago, Colorado, different places for Microsoft. And I did one recently here in Kansas City. It's called a mini boot camp. And so I'm speaking now about social media to people and talking to them about how it affected our business. The first thing I have to say is that Facebook really built our business Facebook didn't do it alone because someone has to feed Facebook, and that is myself. I'm the one that controls the social media. And one of the biggest things that I've learned, and of all the things I've read and all the websites that I study, because I have a lot of like sites that I follow that feed me information about what's happening on the Internet weekly, and they all say, do not ever let control of your social media. So I control the social media for our business. I may have some help sometimes where I may send somebody something and say, can you get this posted up? This is how I want it posted. But we don't use interns for that. No one is doing that for us. That is all being driven directly from the president, from the CEO, whatever you want to call me, that is driven from me. So the great thing about that is, is that our brand stays united across the border, across all the Facebook, all the Instagram, all Snapchat, It's always the same. We're always represented as the same fun, positive thing. And Facebook's algorithms change literally daily. You can actually Google the word algorithm and Facebook, those two words together, and you can get reports on on a daily basis of what's going on. Because Facebook has been so free-based and so easily accessible to so many small businesses, and it has also been overpopulated with a lot of like direct sales business and different things like that, because, I mean, it just is. There's a lot of stuff on there that you're going through it, and you're like, I don't need to see that. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see that. You're going to have to pay to play right. is what it's down to. So to get your word out and to get your information out, you're going to have to be able to engage the things that you're talking about with Boost. Boosts are very important. It's one of the things I talk about. I have rules for what I boost, what I don't boost. I have rules for things I will not post on Facebook. I never post anything negative. I never talk bad about another company. Mm-hmm. I never talk bad about another business. Those kind of things can destroy you in an instant. Oh, sure. Facebook is our number one place. People always say, well, I get more business from Instagram. I get more business from this and this and this. There's a pie graph that I love to show when I speak. And it shows the difference of the followers on social media. So everybody has their their sweet spot. Like there is, maybe Instagram is their sweet spot or maybe their Snapchat is. But Facebook has 3.5 billion followers. 3.5 billion That's billion with a B. Yeah, nobody has anything. Everybody else is like a million this, 
eight million, whatever billion. So there's nobody else out there that can get the word out for you any better than Facebook. No matter what you love about everybody else, like I love Instagram and we do see a lot more instant response on Instagram, mm -hmm. but we sell from Facebook. Are you finding that there is a certain price range that you're selling from within Facebook? Yeah, we have a really good feel for our customer. We know her name. We know her age. We know her education. We know that between Facebook's um, demographic information from there's a there's a whole nother side of Facebook, too, that people don't really know about. That's the business administrator side. And a lot of people don't use that. It's like a whole system. It's almost like a software system that's free to business owners with like a certain amount of followers. So we use that on a daily basis. It gives us just ridiculous amounts of information. And then we use a POS system called Square. Mm -hmm. And our Square system does the same thing. So the great thing is that they're both matching up what they're telling us. So that means we know that we're doing the right things. I think that Square has been a huge part of the success of our business. When we have a first Friday weekends, we'll have 100, 150 people in line to check out. And Square allows us to do that very quickly, very accurately, very few mistakes. And we're able to track our inventory on it very closely. So yeah. if I have 60 people selling in my store, I can tell them to the minute what they're selling. Those kind of things matter to them. It sounds like from a technology standpoint, in spite of the hurdles that you've had to go through, you've been able to come up with a pretty good, robust system that helps you to track things internally and to facilitate a sale. So uh, I applaud you for that. Uh, just real quickly, getting back to Facebook, do you utilize Facebook ads? We do the boosting. Um, we do some ads. We have like a couple that we use on a regular basis that we use over and over again. One thing we have never done, all of our social media has been done organically. We have not paid for any like um, likes. We haven't paid for followers. For us, that's a really big thing. I have a, a couple friends that are very successful, different times in conversations. Both of them have mentioned, you know, you may need to pay to get more followers. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that because the organic side of my business being built like that has made a big difference on the way they spend their money and they interact with us. And our business isn't something that is going to sell nationally right now. It's a very local based business. We still need to grow here in Kansas City. We still have a lot of people in Kansas City who have never been to our store. So why do I want to find 70 followers in California? <laughs> okay, good point. So you've you smacked the marketing guide down pretty good on that answer. Yeah. Uh, so talk to me a little bit about the Microsoft contest. How did you hear about it? We know why you, you joined it, why you entered it, but how did you hear about it? And what were the steps that uh, you went through to kind of throw your hat into the ring on that? We um, have a really good working relationship with the local Microsoft store here in Kansas City, mm -hmm. the one in Overland Park. I've spoken several times as a guest speaker for them. They have like a class area there. They have a manager here locally that's um, over the small business, medium and small business size. And she's always reached out to us and been really good to us, just is a good friend to Re. And so when I was there speaking one day with another colleague, she mentioned it to us and said, both of your businesses would be really a great entry for this. But I know it's only four days before the deadline. And I'm sorry, I didn't tell you about it sooner. So I went back to Joshua that night. And I just said, you know, I really feel like we should try to do this. Tomorrow is first Fridays. If we could film some of the first Friday stuff with a GoPro, you know, or a couple cameras, I feel like that would be really exciting to put on a video. And so we literally put that thing together in about 
48 hours. We had a friend who is a really good video person who loaned us some equipment and did some help, gave us some guidance, and then he helped with some of the work on it because obviously we wanted it to be good. We wanted it to be something that we could use beyond the contest. I feel like our video is amazing. It turned out amazing. I mean, I still cry when I watch it. So. Now, is that the one that's online? Yes. I Okay, I thought Microsoft put that together. We have that linked on streetsavvymarketer.com as part of the show notes on, on this episode. Yeah, that was a wonderful piece. Kudos. We were we're super pleased with it. I mean, I still get choked up when I watch it. So, <laughs> well, you should. No, it, it's a very moving piece, and it and it's amazing to see all the puzzle pieces come together with what the shell of the building that you occupy was like when you first got yeah. in there. And that was the first building. The parts that you see of the like where we're in the basement cleaning and stuff. That was our first building, which was just and it was just oh. It was in awful shape. It was in mm. awful shape. We did that three times. We did that same work three times before we got into this building and then did the same kind of thing again. So we physically, we're worn out. We can never move again. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. There's no more moves. We're, we're I said the next time forever. we move, it's, we're, we are going to be able to afford other people to do the work. So. There you go. Yes, that's the way to do it. So you didn't get the grand prize. What was the yeah. grand prize in this contest? The grand prize was a $20,000. The Office 365, I think is what they call it, or 360, for up to 10 users and then I think some Surface Pros. We got what they are calling the first runner-up, a $10,000 cash prize and a Surface Pro and the Microsoft license office for up to one year. So we're excited. Well, that that's a really cool prize for being the first runner-up. Nothing wrong with that. So with the $10,000, what do you anticipate doing with that? Going to Mexico. See. <laughs> 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 no, we're going to reinvest it back in the business. We're working right now on trying to decide what we need to do with our building to for our internet. Our internet, we're really struggling with our internet right now we use a wireless system that only works on the first floor our mm. executive offices are on the fifth floor our classes are on the fifth floor we need to be able to have internet throughout the whole store without having to pay for three or four different hotspot accounts so yeah. we're going to be using it to work on that and then we've got a couple of merchandising projects as far as like a different wall in one area so we're gonna it's going to go right back into some projects that we kind of wanted to do but didn't really have the cash to do them at this minute well that's cool well i hope you at least if you're not going to go to mexico that you take a, a, a few bucks out of that $10,000 prize and you at least go to a good Mexican restaurant and, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah we don't we'll have drive any- down to Springfield and go to Mexican Villa. Yeah. <laughs> if that's going to float your boat, Jeff, you go right ahead. And I think there's plenty of opportunity in Kansas City. So, yeah, no, we've got great Mexican restaurants here. you got a lot of great and every kind of food there. So, uh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, we're very blessed that way. Well, it has been a joy to be able to sit and chat with the both of you here on the Street Savvy Marketer podcast today, and I wish you all the best, and I hope that we can check in with you maybe down the road a few months and see how you're doing and how that $10,000 was spent and whether or not it's a, it turned out to be as good an investment as you had anticipated. That would be great. We Absolutely. would love that. We'd love it. Fantastic. Well, we have been chatting with the first runner-up of the Microsoft National Business Contest, and boy, that, that was a good prize even for that category. 
I got to tell you that. Chatting with Chrislin and Jeff Huff, thank you so much, you two, and I wish you all the best with the, the continued success of Restoration Emporium, your store in Kansas City. Thank you, Jeff. Right. Thank you so much. Hi, I'm Joan London. When I needed to find senior care for my mom, I really struggled to find the right fit. That's why I recommend A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. They have experts who will help you ask the right questions and find the right place. Call A Place for Mom today. To speak with a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-473-7516. That's 1-800-473-7516. Call today. This is the Street Savvy Marketer Podcast. And that's it for this episode. My thanks to Jeff and Chrysalyn Huff for joining us as guests today. Check out their store. Uh, matter of fact, I think they would love to see you in person if you decide to pay a visit to them in Kansas City, Missouri. That would be nice. That's it for this episode. I'm Jim Raposa. Catch you next time around. So long. You've been listening to the Street Savvy Marketer Podcast. For more on this and previous episodes, go to streetsavvymarketer.com. Tell a friend about us. Thanks for listening. A presentation of Raposa Media. Raposa.